Hey guys, welcome back to another Physiology Secrets. I thought I'd keep topic with the previous podcast and talk about another ergogenic aid um, which can benefit performance. So we spoke about creatine just before. I want to speak a little bit about bicarb loading now. Okay, so bicarbonate loading. And for those who don't know what bicarb loading is, it's basically consuming um, excess or quite, quite an excess of bicarb or salts. Um, and it's and it's supposed to improve competition performance, particularly for events lasting less than eight minutes. So like your your individual pursuit on the track, um, if you're doing like a, I don't know, a two or a three K time trial running, anything that lasts less than eight minutes, all right? And the, the way it works is that it's all to do with, with buffering that lactic acid, all right? So it's applicable for those, those high lactic acid events that are at higher intensity. So um, a little bit of background in physiology. I'll try to keep this quite simple because it can get a little bit complicated, but um, oh, the, your, your blood, it sits at a pH level between 7.35 and 7.45, okay? So what the pH scale is, it's a measure from zero to 14 on the acidity or the alkalinity of a fluid. Basically, the lower the pH, so closer towards one, is highly, highly acidic, and closer towards 14 is very alkaline or base, okay? A pH of seven is neutral, so it's a nice balance between being alkaline and being acidic. The blood likes, it doesn't like being acidic, so when we have lactic acid, it makes that pH go more towards the one side, all right? So it starts to bring it from that 7.35 to 7.45, which is its optimal, which is slightly alkaline. It pushes it from 7.35 to 7.45 down to maybe 7.3 or 7.25, okay? Outside of its optimal range. The way we bring pH back up is through alkaline substances and alkaline fluids and that sort of thing. So bicarbonate is alkaline. So that's actually going to change the pH of a fluid from say 7.35 to 7.45 up to like 7.5 or 7.6. It's going to go towards um, it's going to go towards the 14 side, the alkaline side, all right, the non-acidic side. So when so the re, sorry, the reason why we want to keep our blood pH at 7.35 to 7.45 is because that's the optimal functioning pH of our what we call our glycolytic enzymes, all right? Those mitochondrial enzymes in the muscles, those enzymes which are responsible for turning the oxygen that we breathe in and circulate and turning that into usable energy for aerobic metabolism, all right? So that's we need the pH of the blood to be optimal so we can turn oxygen into energy. When we get a, an accumulation and a buildup of lactic acid, that reduces that pH from 7.35 to 7.45 below its optimal range, so closer towards 7.2. And, and what that does is it, it inhibits and shuts off those, those glycolytic enzymes, so it makes it a lot harder for our body to turn, and our muscles to turn that oxygen into energy, all right? That's what lactic acid does. So we wanna combat lactic acid as much as we can. We, can. we can actually improve our body's ability to buffer it. We can actually teach our, our blood and our body to dump bicarbonate to then bring our pH back up just through doing uh, threshold training and anaerobic training, okay? So that's probably a topic for another podcast. But what bicarb loading, the theory behind bicarb loading is that if we, if we um, consume a lot of bicarbonate before a sort of an eight minute event, then we're gonna get that optimal pH of say 7.35 to 7.45. We're gonna get it right on that top end of 7.45, maybe even slightly out to say 7.5. So then when we start to accumulate a lot of lactic acid, it's gonna take longer, because it's already higher, it's gonna take longer for that pH to drop below that 7.35 
um, and outside the optimal range. So basically, the, the idea of it is, is that if we, if we consume a lot of bicarb, it will take longer for that lactic acid to get us outside of that optimal range. So it's gonna take longer for our, our glycolytic enzymes um, and the enzymes that, that, that turn oxygen into energy, it's gonna take longer for them to shut off and not work properly, okay? So the reason it's only applicable for eight minutes and less is because beyond that, bad luck, it doesn't matter how much bicarb you have in the blood, the lactic acid's gonna take over and it's going to push below that optimal range, right? But there are, there are numerous studies out there, some, some which do show benefit of bicarb loading and some that show no benefit at all. So this is a very individual thing. I personally don't really recommend it. You can try it if you like, but, um, but it is a lot of salt that you have to consume and I'm gonna go into that in a sec. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of mixed results. It works for some people, doesn't work for others. Um, if you're doing an event longer than eight minutes, don't even bother because there's no point. But if you're doing something that's short and sharp, eight minutes or less, um, something that's very high intensity and high anaerobic component, uh, it, it can be beneficial, okay? And the, and the, the method of, of loading is, um, it's 0.3 grams of, of salt, of bicarb, uh, per kilo of body weight. So if you weigh 100 kilos, then you need to get in, oh, I'm so bad at maths, what's that work out to be? 30 grams of salt, that's a lot. That's a lot of salt. Anyone who has anything to do with salt, that's quite a lot, okay? Um, so yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's for a couple of days in advance. Um, you don't have to have it all at once. You can obviously mix it up and, and take it over the space of a day. It doesn't have to be in one hit. Uh, but that's basically the theory behind it and how it works. So um, again, if you take a lot of salt, it retains fluid, so you're gonna put on a lot of weight as well, a lot of water retention. Um, the, the, biggest, the biggest cause of, or the biggest side effect that, that has been reported is that people feel very sick and nauseous and, and, and even vomit. It doesn't sit well in the stomach, so it's a lot of salt, a lot of gastrointestinal upset. Um, but yeah, it has been it has been you know fairly. Not, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say widely used, but it's it's somewhat common in um, particularly in, in track events, uh, 4K time trials, individual pursuits, that sort of stuff. Okay. So as a quick summary of bicarb loading, what it does is it, it fights lactic acid. All right. So it, it it does the opposite. It has the opposite effect to lactic acid. So because it has the opposite effect, we can actually put up with lactic acid for a bit longer before it starts to take over and and uh, really cause that fatigue and that burn in the legs. But on the, on the downside is that it only works for events uh, for sort of less than eight minutes. And there are a lot of things that can go wrong in terms of gastrointestinal upsets, um, nausea, vomiting, uh, and that sort of thing. So my professional opinion is probably don't try it. Um, you know, there's other ways to get better first. Unless you, The only way I'd, I'd recommend it is if you are absolutely peak physiology, there's no way that you can get any fitter. Um, and that's sort of the only, benefit, the only way that you can get the extra couple of percent benefit, okay? This is legal, so you are allowed to do it. It's a perfectly legal ergogenic aid. Um, so uh, yeah, if you want to have a play around, 0.3 per kilo of body weight uh, for a couple of days, one, uh, sorry, one to three days and, and see how you go. Any questions, let me know. Otherwise, I'll speak to you soon.